Women's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say queens rule, but they don't. Queens lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. They're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today I am so excited to have Karen Bunch with us from Bunches of Joy Photography. Welcome Karen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. Well, so tell the listeners, who is Karen? You know, the first thing that comes to mind, because it's pretty obvious, is a crazy purple-haired lady. So let's just get that out of the way. I love it. Um, it's, it's me. It's just me. Purple first is your signature color. First uh, most definitely. Yes. yes. <laughs> All my life. I, Mama said I was born that way. You know, first it. and foremost, um, I am a person of faith. I'm a believer. I, I put God first and I've very solid in my Christian faith, the Christian walk, or at least I try to be solid and where I'm going with that. A uh, second would be wife of the most awesome man, in my opinion, Mike Bench. Um, so blessed to have met him. And, and we got married a little later in life. We were in forties, but, um, you know, we just have a similar outlook and he supports me mightily. So that's, that's the big part. And then, you know, my dad's still here. So I'm daughter, I'm sister. I'm, I say stepmom in the most loving way because I married Mike after they were grown. So I didn't raise them. I can't take that honor on. And I want to give honor to those who did raise them. So stepmom is actually a good term in my world. It's like, yes, I am a mom. I'm a bonus mom. But I, I don't want to take the dignity away from those who did raise them. So I have uh, two beautiful stepdaughters and three grandsons and another grandson on the way. <laughs> so get to uh, do a baby shower for him this, this weekend. Um, I am a pet owner, one dog, two cats. They're here. Hopefully they don't make a, a show up. But who knows? We all work from home now. We know. If they do, we'll give them a star and roll. That's all right. That's right. They, they will take it. They will take it. <laughs> um, I'm a kayaker, paddleboarder. I love kayaking. That's how I got into photography is have a, a very strong passion for kayaking. And then I'm a photographer. So that that's kind of the, the line. <laughs> I love that the business came last. Tell us how you got into photography and uh, you led in a little bit with the kayaking. What were you doing before and what, what was that transition like to own your business and do your own thing? You know, I've always owned my own businesses. I've always been somebody that I guess I would say didn't take direction well from others. I don't know. <laughs> um, I've always had this desire to be in control of my own time. So um, I've sold real estate. I've sold Mary Kay. I've worked with uh, a Bible study fellowship, which was not a paid position, but that was kind of the one that I was in when I went into photography. Um, I had my first camera when I was 10. And I didn't wow. realize at that time what was going to happen because I was following my dad and my aunt and uncle and cousin and, and taking pictures. And this was at Yellowstone. And this was back in the day when you got a roll of 10 pictures on your film. And that was for the yeah. year. 
So, you know, you took the 10 pictures on vacation and that was it. And uh, then I've had cameras at different times in my life, but it was through kayaking. We had a little uh, point and shoot, waterproof and Olympus tough, and it certainly was, it fit the, fit the bill. Um, my GoPro died on the river, but the Olympus tough made it through that experience. <laughs> and I was taking pictures and of course all this scenery in front of me, but what was also in front of me was my dog, Shadow. And so he, ride, he rode at that time on the front of that kayak. We have a different kayak now and he rides behind me, but at that time he was riding in front of me. And so every picture that I took had Shadow's butt in it. All this beautiful <laughs> scenery and Shadow's butt, yes. I love it. <laughs> I am known for pictures of my dog's butts. So this started a whole Facebook following of people wanting to see Shadow's butt on the kayak. I'm like, okay. So yes. I'm doing that. And then we were kayaking down at Broken Bow here in Oklahoma. And I got this picture of this glorious gray brown thumb that's actually a river otter. I know it's a river otter, but my camera could not pick up that it's a river otter. So that's when I looked at my husband's like, I need a big girl camera. I just yeah, flat out I need, need a big girl camera. Well, you need something that I can get that river otter with. And I'm still waiting for that. I have not got the river otter yet, but it's going to happen. You know, saying in faith, it's going to happen. So um, got my big girl camera and taking it out on the kayak, which, you know, you can debate the wisdom of that, but I still do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm shooting pictures and still putting them up on Facebook, shadows bad and all this. And my baby sister comes home one weekend from Colorado Springs, brings my niece and she says, you're redoing your niece's senior portraits. Now, mind you, at that moment, I had never pointed a camera at a person. I mean, I've always done nature shots. That was, you know, just so. And, and I will defend the photographer that took her portraits back in Colorado Springs because they were beautiful. <laughs> all dressed up, the hat, the little, you know, heel pump. You all watch uh, Princess Diaries. You know what I'm talking about, the little heel pump. Oh, yeah. Okay, beautiful pictures. And my niece is gorgeous. And she was studying to be a park ranger. Now she's studying to be a civil engineer, kind of similar. But anyways, like, this was just not her. And so I had her put on her favorite blue jeans and her favorite sweater, which, of course, was lavender. She's smart. No. And... I threw her down in a pile of leaves. Thankfully, it was fall and took her portrait and that started the business. That's when other people started calling too about doing senior portraits. Kind of, it's, I've studied art. I've been painting for since 1986. Let's don't count how many years that was. <laughs> um, but I've been a painter. So composition and color and, and although lighting is, is always tricky, I think that's kind of one of those things that it's both wonderful for a photographer and yet we always are challenged by it because it's never the same. Yes. Um, all of that, I kind of had a head start with having studied painting and art for so long. And so, and I knew my camera from being on the back, you know, kayak. So I just got started that way and it has progressed. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're taking pictures. Now, a lot of the photos I see you post are uh, armchair traveler. These are yes, kind of your nature yes. shots, right? Animals, beautiful scenery. Armchair traveler got started with COVID. Um, I looked, you know, it's um, 
and I hope I don't start crying, but if I do, just bear with me. Um, March 2020, and you know, the world is just falling apart. My world is falling apart. And I thought, what can I do to bring a moment's joy into the world? And I didn't, you know, I wanted to put up something on my Facebook page that was not political, that everyone could relate to, and that might bring a smile. So I just put up Armchair Traveler, and I really did not intend for it to continue. It was something to do for what I thought would be the, you know, month span that we had COVID. Yeah. Well, so much for that month. <laughs> yeah. Two. This is like a SpongeBob episode. Two years later. <laughs> Two years later, um, we're still talking about COVID, and I'm still putting up Armchair Traveler's pictures. Maybe not every day. I, I sometimes I just don't have time to sit down at the computer and go through and, and pick because sometimes the pictures I've taken this week and sometimes I go back into my archives and I pull out something that is uh, fitting at the moment, you know, that yes. I, I think fits with what is today's atmosphere and, you know, however that works. Yes. Well, I know they've brought me a lot of joy to be able to see and knowing that you're behind that camera on your kayak a lot of the time, it's even an extra lovely little nugget to know. Some, so the, like 99% of them are from the kayak. Yes. I love that. I've never even gotten on one. I think I'd tump over. Maybe you'll have to take <laughs> we have me. a second one. It's tandem. So we can put you and have you right in and take you. Okay, it's okay. very flat on the bottom, so you will not top over. <laughs> I will wear my life jacket and some flippers just in case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. I'm not, I've never been accused of being graceful. So aside from the joy you bring us through the armchair traveler pictures and to seniors and other people, tell us about your new studio and the project that's bringing for women of a certain age that I happen to belong <laughs> to the category of, okay. Yeah. Oh, that was a, a definite pivot. Um, I've always loved working with women. You know, I said I used to sell Mary Kay and um, I've always worked with women, love showing women how beautiful they are. I think that's just, we're all created in God's image. And I think every woman is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then I helped uh, facilitate a Bible study with women. And I really want women to know how beautiful they are and how um, important they are to their family. So when I can bring them into the studio and we I've chose the campaign is 40 women over the age of 40. And then at the end, um, I will do a gala of some sort. I don't know where God's gonna go with that. That's gonna surprise me too, but there's a, there's a plan in here somewhere. I hope he lets me know. The, the plan is for, for women over the age of 40 to come into the studio and have their pictures taken and to be a part of this project. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because women over 40 have a story. I mean, we are all survivors. They don't make it to 40 without having some sort of a, a survivor story. A oh, I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have mine, you have yours, you know, that's just common. And yes. I want to hear their stories, which I'm doing when I talk to them on the phone. And when they come in the studio, I'm hearing, uh, fabulous stories of overcoming I'm hearing some that's uh, tears I'm getting to pray with women whether they come into the studio or not there's times when it's like you know listen because you can't hear about a grandchild that's going through having a bone marrow transplant and not say that's a prayer need let's pray about that yeah yeah for sure you know that's that's going on um 
so that's that's a big part of what I'm doing. My dog is yelling to be let out. So I love it. Let him out. The door is purple too. Yes. I love it. <laughs> it's my world is purple. <laughs> so how what's the plan with that? How are women applying to be a one of the 40 or yeah, yes, yes. Um I have Facebook posts, I put them up and women fill out a form and then I call whoever, you know, whoever I can and I find out their story and have them come in. And then I have a hair and makeup artist. Her name's Melissa Stone and she's awesome. And she does the hair and the makeup. I have them bring outfits that they can, uh, they, they feel empowered in. They can bring a cocktail dress, an evening gown. They can even bring a, um, pair of jeans and that shirt that makes them feel you know because we all have that pair of jeans and that shirt that we feel ultra in yeah so I had them bring that uh heels but I do a lot of the portraits barefoot and okay. then we just try to fill their cup I mean Melissa pampers them while she does their hair and makeup and then I have dresses they can try on if if something well, I have bought dresses that fit my backgrounds. So I have dresses that will match and pop and, and all that kind of stuff, make things work a little better. So that's a good thing there. But I also find a lot of times they put on their outfit and you see the difference. You see them go from to, yes. And I love yeah. that, yes. And, and snap. <laughs> yes, yes. Have one who brought in her husband, because I said, that's fine. You know, we can do pictures with hubby too. And uh, I got to watch him go from most definitely a, I'm not sure I want to smile at you, to my wife is here and he just melted. I mean, she was looking gorgeous and we, you know, had her laying down on a chase and he, I, it wasn't one of the pictures I used because the lighting, I couldn't get both of them. He's yelling again. Um, but it just was so neat to see him change and see how much. He loved his wife and he loved her having this experience of being beautiful, you know, and feeling beautiful and feeling, being filled up with her own beauty and joy and, and who she is. And when you fill a woman up, she's going to give to the rest of her world. You know, you're, mm -hmm. you're not just affecting her. It's the rest of the world you're touching. Yes. When her confidence increases, then he's able to see her in that light that she really, that she really should stand yeah. in, in the first place. Yes. Yes. That the light that's there, but sometimes forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. We forget, we forget how beautiful we are and how functional our bodies are and what they do for us. And, and to look at yourself yeah. as that beautiful thing and have the people in your life to see you that way is such a, a source of joy and a yeah. real need for women. It is. And there's a real need because um, these are being printed on fine art paper, G clays and with archival inks, because I want them to be passed down. I'm thinking of the children as, as I know with my mom passing right after COVID got started. And this was right as I was starting my photography business. And I took a lot of pictures of mom and dad and I'm, you know, very, uh, honored to say that one of those pictures is what's going on the tombstone is the photo of her and daddy but when it came time to put up the obituary looking for a picture of mom and that sounds morbid but you know you realize it's like women are behind the cameras on family vacations 
They get pictures of their kids. Their husband gets, you know, pictures taken of him. So many times the person that's not having a portrait done is mom. And so it's like, let's get mom in front of the camera and let her realize that, that the kids may be too young to appreciate it now, or they may be embarrassed to say it, but I guarantee you the kids are going to want and cherish those pictures. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. I know for me, I was much bigger in when I was pregnant, especially Uh, I was just a large woman. I was nearly 300 pounds. And then being pregnant, I avoided the camera at all costs. I think I might have two photos of me pregnant amongst my two children altogether. (laughs) So good luck to them looking for pictures of that. You know, they're not, they're not there. So yeah. Yeah. We we hide. Women hide from the camera so often. And it's like, you know, you are beautiful. And I hear people coming back. I'm not photogenic. I'm like, nobody is photogenic with this because this gives you the biggest nose. I mean, it's just, it's just a function of what it is. You're not catching yourself in the best light. So if your picture of what you look like is your selfies, it's not going to be real. So let me put you in front of my camera. Let me find the best angles and the way to compliment who you are. And um, I'll show you that photogenic is a function of me, not who the woman is. It's it's what I do. And I'm going to make them photogenic. It's interesting you mentioned being pregnant because that's, I'm doing the campaign 40 over 40. But this weekend when my stepdaughter comes home, I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to get to do her maternity pictures. So this is a whole new facet. I've I've bought a dress for that. Now she's expecting a little boy in the headband and her husband's coming. So I'm gonna put her in the studio and then probably go out. I mean, Will Rogers Park. Oh my goodness, how lucky are we in Oklahoma City? Will Rogers, the Myriad. I mean, Hafer Park up in Edmond. There's so many gorgeous places here to do pictures. And I just checked out the reflecting pile pool down there you know what they skate on in the winter time and the summer yes. becomes a reflecting pool and I'm like oh my goodness because you know that just from the from my all my kayaking pictures and all the reflections on the water I'm like I've been looking for getting pictures that I can have people reflecting and yes. that I'm just like I'm so excited to try that I love that what do you say to these I, I'm sure it's in your feed too and most of our feeds these companies that are starting to use women with real bodies and stretch marks and big booties and, <laughs> and like different psoriasis. Like I suffer from psoriasis. Like there, there's all these real women that are not the same women that were on 17 magazine and Cosmo magazine. When I was growing up, there's some yeah. real women being put forth. What do you say to that? I think it's fabulous. And you know, as someone that uses Photoshop, it has its place but it's to enhance and, and dare I say, correct if something did go wrong. I mean, I hate dappled shade. So if you get dappled shade on your face, I'm gonna go in and paint it out, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna paint out every, no. Mm-hmm. I do work with fine lines because the camera smashes them and makes them more apparent. So I will take mm-hmm. some of that out. If there's a scar that bothers the lady, I'm gonna take it out. But I think as this trend goes on, we're going to see less and less of that. We're going to see people accepting themselves so much more and realizing that scars are actually beautiful. There is a beauty in the survival that is shown by a scar. 
or the service that is shown by a scar. Because I know well, I've got a scar on the back of my leg. Um, my neighbor at that point was unable to open the door. She was unable to walk. I knew that that weekend there was no food for the kids. So I'd gone to a food bank and picked up food, was taking it in the door for her and her dog bit me. <laughs> okay, you know, I don't think that's a scar to be embarrassed about. That's the scar to wear with a little bit of pride. It's like, no, I was trying to help. Yeah. And uh, I, I think there's a lot of women with scars uh, or stretch marks from having a baby. You know, that's a trophy. It's not yeah, no kidding. There's that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm proud of those at this point in my yeah. life. But aside from the physical scars that we carry, what about the emotional scars? What, what have you experienced that you've been able to overcome and turn around to use in your life? You know, um, of course, I've been divorced. I mentioned Mike and I got married later in life. And uh, I went through one of those unexpected. Uh, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you guys never fought. You never did. And it was an unexpected divorce. He became very violent. And... Um, I've been able to tell women that that's not the end. You know, I thought it was at the time. I really yes. did. It was 2000 and I thought it was going to be my end and I collapsed and uh, my sister and a best friend got me back up on my feet. My parents came and got me, um, you know, praise God for family. And yeah. it took a long time to fight back. I did go through counseling and I, I can say that with pride because I took care of myself in that way. And I think that's how we should look at counseling and other ways that people take care of their mental health is it's no different than taking medicine for being diabetic or taking medicine because you have high cholesterol. It's just a fact of many people's lives. So uh, I'm able to say, you know, the best is still yet to come. Yes. You will discover who you are. Those things that caused you great tears will later on be the things that make you you know, that you, you're able to push. And, uh, you know, I know God's real. Uh, that's another thing is before that you might've taken my faith away from me, but now it's like, no, no, I can look at you and say, I was carried. I was protected. I was cared for. I was provided for. Um, you can't take my faith away from me. Yeah. They can't take our lives away. My, uh, <clears throat> Thank you for sharing that. I think it's it's becoming more and more apparent to me all the time how important it is to share these stories of overcoming because no one ever thought in a million years that me and my trial husband would be divorced either. No. <laughs> but And it was just so embarrassing for me to, to tell that story for so many years and the things that resulted from that. And the more I learn from women like you and other queen leaders that, that no, there are other women out there that have been where you are. You think you're yeah. all alone and that your, you, your story is so unique. And although they are unique, there's someone else there that has been there or that needs to hear your story because they are yes. currently there. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> We, so. We've all, at this point in our lives, we have all been through challenges and yeah. you just got to keep going. So what are some of the challenges that you've faced in business? You know, most recent and the, and the, the pivot is um, 
I started out shooting seniors and families, no studio, doing everything outside. And of course, I have a great love for doing children because anytime you're doing seniors and families, okay, they're 18, but they're still our kids. Right, always. <laughs> our, our families with children. I, and I believe in them being on the walls. I believe in portraitures being on the wall as being very uplifting and, and affirming to our families. Let's face it, Oklahoma this year has not been conducive to outside shoots. In fact, I'm trying to plan one right now. I've got a young family that wants their family portraits done. And I'm like, okay, we got to work around. The number one thing this year is wind. You know, I can't take a photo of somebody with, with hair blowing across their face. And I had never thought that I wanted a studio. Why would I want that financial responsibility when God created such a gorgeous outdoors? And like I mentioned before, Oklahoma City, we have so many beautiful spots. We do. But I thought about it and I thought, if I'm going to survive as a photographer, I've got to pivot and figure out a studio and, and figure out um, how to do a studio because I'm still going to always do seniors and families. I'm not going to forget them. But when this concept of 40 women over 40 and next year I'll do another set, I was like, oh my goodness, because I really love working with women. I mean, that's really, uh, even when you're shooting a family, the woman is the heart of the home. She's the center. She's who everybody turns to. And so you learn as a photographer to point your camera at the woman and you will get everybody else in focus. Mm -hmm. If the mom's not in focus, ain't nobody in focus. And oh, why does that make me teary-eyed? Why does, does that make me teary-eyed? It's just a truth. The women, I mean, you, the moms, oh my goodness, everything surrounds the mom. She is the support. And um, so I thought, well, let's focus on, on women. Let's, let's do women. And then as they bring in their families, their seniors, the grandparents, oh my goodness. I mean, what a joy that is when I get to do the grandparents too, because that's, family legacy that's heritage that's you know getting it right on down the line mm -hmm. and it's so fascinating to me when they bring in extra members of the family because I see relationships and I get to do two different types of portraits there's the uh, straight on light seeing everybody's face portrait that I think of is for the future this is to keep your memories this is who you what you need to pass down and then there's the portrait that I do today for you, where you and your husband maybe forget that I'm there and I catch you two looking at each other. Or the mom and the son, the mom and the daughter, the kids begging each other. There's those relationship portraits. Yes. And those are very important too. That's, that's where the kids really pick up on. I am a member of this family. I am loved. I am cherished. And what that does for them. And, and that belongs on the wall you know maybe mm -hmm. in the bedroom maybe you have that face on you know memory forever future in the living room that's what goes above the fireplace or or behind the couch but somewhere in the, there's a need for that portrait that shows the family interactions and their relationships and all of that yeah yeah when you bring in those grandparents you start to get the glue yes yes yeah they're sticky 
tell us about uh Tell us about your nonprofit work. I know you're pretty passionate about a couple of, of nonprofits here locally, one called Beautiful Restorations. You know, we just found Beautiful Restorations. That was amazing. Um, and I do love it. I've got to do uh, some, some photography work with them. Of course, we go on Thursday nights and we hear a lot of testimonies. But Beautiful Restorations was started by Kayleen and Lisa, two best friends, and Kayleen's husband, Brian, and uh, the purpose is taking in broken women, very broken. My dog's broken right now because the cat's messing with me. <laughs> broken women um, and building them up, uh, teaching them what the Bible says about them, teaching them the truth, teaching them what their authority and their power is and healing that brokenness. And of course, as I said, the woman is the center. So when you heal the woman, you're going to start healing the family. You know, it, it goes on because they've also started working more for children and with the men, you know, there's been more going on. And then um, out of that, uh, Beautiful Restorations, kind of the start was with Cherie, my friend, and she came out of that. She has a, a tremendous story of overcoming. Um, and she went back to where she was in prison prison and she is teaching women bible studies and she is helping them as they come out mm -hmm. to get back on their feet she's helping them with finding a house and with getting a job so she owns a place called boutique west and that's profits from that are going to help these women and so hers is called dignity and grace and i'll be honest that's kind of where this whole 40 over 40 we're doing a gala at the end i don't know how it's going to work out but i'm i'm hoping to that in some way it will benefit one or both of those two nonprofits. That that's, yes. that's what I'm working for is helping women, you know, because we're all broken. We're all addicts. We're just made to be addicted to God instead of something else. Uh, so is Beautiful Restorations and Dignity and Grace, are they, do they serve women who have been imprisoned or is that just one population that they serve? Just one population. Just Dignity and Grace is mostly about women in prison. Uh, that's where she's going in, but she also does, I believe it's called the Yellow Cup Suppers, where women come into her, her home and she works with them. And I don't think the requirement of, you know, having been in prison is there. Uh, Beautiful Restorations is definitely all women. Uh, there's women from all walks of life. I, mean, I hear stories of overcomers that is just amazing. And they even have a book that talks about the stories of, of 12 women and just what they have overcome it's it's phenomenal so yeah. it's beautiful restorations is off of danforth and western up in edmond and they meet every thursday night so if you want to learn more about it come at 6 30 and you'll get an earful <laughs> that's awesome the more the more people i speak to the more i hear that there there really are many nonprofits serving women and men who have been in prison and because so many times it's just such a broken system the way they got there the way they are treated while they're there what happens afterward it, it's a punitive system and not a system designed to help well that the idea i think sheree has is if we can help them as they're coming out keep them from going back in because so yes. often I look at it and it's like, what would I have done in their situation? Would I have been any different? Because yeah. you mess with my family or if my family's hungry, yeah, gonna do whatever it takes. That's, that I think is 
women. I think that's what makes us women is that uh, we have a foundation of, of family being so ultra important and doing anything for them and they'll risk anything. So take, take them and give them a firm foundation to walk on and you're going to help them out. You're going to help out the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It takes all of us. It takes a, it takes a village, not just to raise the kids, but to support <laughs> the adults around us. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, the we system was not alone. No. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Well, that, that's a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, and, and I can't wait to be involved with the gala. Any excuse to put on a ball gown, I'm there. So yes. Okay. Please. And come in and have purchase made. Yeah. I don't well, know if you're yeah. 40 yet, but you know, come in. <laughs> oh, I'm fully 40, 41 in September. So yes, but been feeling every minute of it, but you know what? <laughs> never felt better, never felt more healthy, never felt more inspired and willing to jump in and tell my story and be vulnerable and and help others. And I love, I think it's a beautiful age. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And you said something earlier that I'm seeing, um, because I I believe I caught a story of weight loss in here somewhere and getting healthy, which is what I really want to emphasize is getting healthy. And those women, um, that have gone through that just recently and they have come out with they're suddenly their new selves the person they always were but they were kind of buried in they have a body confidence and are willing to pose and have fun in in front of the camera and really celebrate themselves which is what this all is about um I'm like, yes, I know of a health coach named Darla and she was just incredible fun and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I would recommend her or other health coaches anytime because I see, you know, the camera, they say the camera doesn't lie. It doesn't because we're staring at you through this little bitty thing and we're looking for the nuances that makes the person real, makes them who they are. I'm trying to capture that. And when they're so free because they're so comfortable with who they are, that's a testimony right there to the system and to what works. So, yeah. Well, what else would you like the world to know about Karen or bunches of photography, bunches of joy photography? Bunches of joy photography. Um, oh, golly, that's an in-depth question, and I'm trying to, to think about it. A bunches of joy, I really am about bringing joy to people through the photography, and I have a mentor that says the idea of healing the world through photography so I've mentioned it being on the walls. Um, your kids aren't on your cell phone. And so when all these pictures, they're digitals and they're on your phone, they're, the kids aren't seeing themselves. They aren't seeing this confirmation of family relationships and love and all of that. And when I was a little bitty girl, I remember going to Nana's house and I would stand on the fireplace and look at the mantle, which was just picture after picture after picture after picture. Yes. And I would ask her every single time, I'm sure she got tired of it, but yeah, she never let on. Um, who's this? Who's that? And so it's pictures of my aunts when they were little. And of course, one aunt had passed. And I heard those stories over and over and over again. And that just brought value to me as a person. It gave me a, a, a legacy, a heritage, if you will. Um, it brought value to family. It brought value to life. And that's a little bit of what myself and I know several other photographers were saying no to the digitals. And the reason is 
the digitals aren't bringing family value. You value mm -hmm. what you put on your wall. And that's a message that I'm trying to make clear when I work with people is I'm producing wall art. I'm making something or, or a book. Um, I'm doing that. And then the other facet of Benches of Joy, I mentioned I painted earlier. I've learned this fantastic thing called painting in Photoshop where I can take that picture that's on your cell phone where you've caught your child and that facial expression is exactly what you want or your pet. Or maybe you've got a picture of grandma who's passed and the background is messed up and it's not what you want as wall art, but you want it as wall art. I can now take that picture, put it in Photoshop, and every stroke is hand done with paintbrushes. If you sit there and you watch me, I'm holding a pen on a Wacom tablet, and you're watching a paintbrush go across the computer screen. And I've got probably 100 different paintbrushes. And I'm painting that picture in the computer, and of course, printed on canvas G clay. That's another way that I can help families get their pictures onto their wall as wall art. And that's precious too. And a big part of that is bereavement paintings. I find that most mm. people are asking, you know, they've lost uh, grandma, they've lost the dog, they've lost, unfortunately, the child. And you're trying to create, and I can take out, you know, if somebody's wearing oxygen, I can take that out so that you have this memory. And, and you paint light, I mean, you paint it very light, very, very much bringing joy. And that's, that's, that's my bottom line. It's a bunch of joy because that's what I want to bring to people. Aww. Yes. I, I remember so vividly being a kid and going to family members' homes who had stairs. And on that staircase was the collage of pictures of everybody's graduation photo, everybody's wedding photo. Sometimes yeah. it was the sixth grade photo. My mother, still to this day, my mother's one of five children and my grandmother uh, created from a, a bunch of pictures that, because like you said, we used to print them and she created these huge collages for each one yeah. of her children before she passed. And it's still hanging on the wall in my mama's house. And there are photos of me as a child and, but it, yeah, and it is, it sparks memories. It sparks conversations. I tell my new husband, I say new, not my second husband about yeah. them. And it's, it's, it tells a story of our family. And, and I do think we have really lost that putting our pictures on the wall to look at and to spark conversation. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. We need it. Thank I you. love that. I love that. Well, so tell our listeners how they find you. How do we do business with you? How do we become one of the 40 women? Or if we have other photography needs, how do we get in touch yeah. with you? Benches of Joy Photography.com. Uh, you can message me through my website, my phone number, and only have one phone. So you're going to get me. You, whether you email, you text, you call, you're going to get me. So that's the easiest way is just go onto my website. Like I said, benchesofjoyphotography.com and I'm there, I'm there. And then if they see one of my Facebook posts come up, just comment. I do have a Benches of Joy Facebook page. They can go on and I'm creating a Facebook group for these ladies because I want people who have done it and I want people who are thinking about it so they get their questions answered. 
Yes, that's great. Well, you heard it here, folks. Follow Karen Bunch at bunchesofjoy.com and on her Facebook page, uh, Bunches of Joy Photography. Uh, thank thank you, you so much for joining us today, Karen. And thank you for being a queen that leads. Thank you for doing this, Amy. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs>